There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskan. Call 087-660-40-237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets, for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here. Good morning. Hope you're keeping well this Thursday morning. You can get in touch 086 1800 658 on WhatsApp or text. Here's Kim Wilde. You keep me hanging on. It is Thursday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. Hope you're keeping well. Thanks be to the good Lord for now. The rain seems to be gone, hasn't it? God, oh my God. Thunder, lightning, the whole works last night. It was just unreal. And I'm hoping that the nice kind of, you know, the crisp autumn weather, where is that? There's not, you know, the nice kind of crispness in the air and that bit of sunshine. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, I normally look forward to that this time of the year in autumn. But, you know, we've had nothing but rain in October, which I'm not impressed about. But anyway, hopefully, hopefully we'll have a bit of that over the next couple of days. Whilst, you know, trying to kind of uh, distract myself from thunder and lightning and everything else that was going on outside, I did finally get to the last episode of Bad Sisters. We were talking about this earlier on during the week and I think it was David in Drogheda who was also watching along as well and he had finished it and he was (laughs) asking me to hurry up and finish. Yes, very good ending and it is just kind of like one of those one-off series. But if you're looking for just 10 episodes of brilliant writing, brilliant acting, It is fantastic. Bad Sisters, it's on Apple TV. Okay, so I have finished that. Then as well as that, I had a bit of a TV marathon. As well as that, I finished the last episode of Cobra Kai season finale on Netflix as well of uh, that uh, season season five. And I quickly Googled to see if there was going to be a season six. Like it kind of tied it up a little bit, but kind of has it open as well. So I'm hoping that there is going to be a season six. There's like rumours around, but they haven't kind of really started filming that So I was at a loss, at a loss. The only thing is now, I'll have to look forward to, it's coming up November 9th, The Crown. It'll be back. It'll be back in our lives. Uh, But one person who won't be watching it, I don't think, is Dame Judi Dench. She's not impressed with this at all. She has called for a disclaimer to be added to each episode of The Crown saying the hit Netflix drama has begun to verge on, and this is her quote, crude sensationalism, she says. Uh, So she um, says, you know, despite, uh, in fairness to Netflix, they have constantly put out statements kind of saying it's a fictionalised drama. It's just based, you know, on, you know, whatever. Uh, But there's, um, she says, there's a risk that a significant number of viewers would take its events as historical truth. She said, wounding suggestions apparently contained in the new series would prove damaging to the monarchy and could not go unchallenged. Uh, she's making these remarks in a letter to the Times following previous concerns also voiced by former uh, British Prime Minister John Major about the content. I think, you know, it's it's a sensitive one for you know, obviously people in the UK more so maybe for us. Uh, but the November 9th, I mean, we're all going to be glued to this. It is a fantastic series. And if anything, for me, I kind of, you know, gained a little bit. I kind of changed my feelings around, you know, the, the, the royal family after watching it. But it is, it's fiction. It's fiction. You know what I mean? It's not a documentary. Let's just put that out there. Um, but uh, yeah, this one now is going to be dealing with uh, uh, Charles, obviously, and Diana and their marriage breakdown and all of that. So, you know, I can see maybe why there's a lot of sensitivity around it. But, you know, 
there is, you know, you have to kind of allow artists to express as well, you know, artistic freedom, all of that. Uh, but she says she can't let this go unchallenged. Maybe they will put a disclaimer at the start of each episode. I don't know. But there you go. It is returning to our lives on November 9th. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and so much so that I'm kind of really thinking, hmm, will I binge all of them <laughs> again or the last season again, just to remind myself, because it's been a long time since uh, The Crown has been back. So, you know, this is new season. Need to get myself, uh, you know, back in, in action again with regards to that. Uh, now, we will be talking TV recommendations a little bit later on in the show, including a terrifying new Netflix series as well. That will be all up for discussion. Uh, if you're watching any good TV, by the way, at the moment, or if you're a big fan of The Crown or anything, uh, do get in touch as well with your thoughts on it. 086-1800-658. Also, you will well remember that number because I have a lovely gift up for grabs on the show today as well. I'll give you the details of that very, very shortly. Katy Perry and Firework. Uh, some messages coming in on 086 658 uh, Big fan of The Crown. Really looking forward to the next season uh, that's coming in. Uh, also, Flame and Eamon, he was watching The Midnight Club. Niall O'Brien did recommend that last week. And I know Flame and Eamon does like to kind of follow what our lovely Niall says uh, when it comes to movies and TV. Do you know, I, that's not the spooky one that I'm going to talk about today. It's a different one. Uh, but I did see that popping up as well. And obviously Niall was chatting about it last week, the Midnight Club. It does look now a bit like, is it quite scary, Eamon? Now, considering I am, you know, like a wimp, an absolute wimp when it comes to stuff like this. I can't. I am that eejit in the cinema screaming. You know, when your man's not even on the screen. That's me, you know. So maybe the Midnight Club might not be for me. But thank you so much for that. And I just want to let people know that the Mead Energy Expo is going to happen on Saturday. Uh, we'll see a host of energy advisors come together under one roof to provide information and practical advice to consumers. My God, we need something like this. We definitely do. Like, so what things are draining energy and everything else in the house? Uh, so the expo will be taking place from 10am to 4 in the Ardboyne Hotel on Saturday coming. It's a free event and it's run by Meath County Council and it'll showcase suppliers, installers of home energy retrofits, including heat pumps, solar energy systems as well. There'll also be information stands uh, detailing home energy efficiency upgrades, retrofitting grants and information from the SEAI to help complete energy upgrades so very important day particularly now uh, with everything that's going on with the energy crisis so it's happening Saturday 10am to 4 in the Ardboyne Hotel now getting back to today would you like a nice little gift I have a nice little gift for you competition coming your way I'm going to give you all the details right after these 11 to 1 with I have a nice gift for you this morning and it's courtesy of the lovely Joanna Gardner. You might recall we were chatting to her earlier this week. She's CEO of the Gardner Family Apothecary. They're based on the Coes Road in Dundalk. She sent me some gorgeous skincare products. I mean, the excitement here this morning. I had a huge box of uh, products arrive into me. And uh, what are they? Well, they're the Elave Sensitive Skin uh, it's a, a kind of a starter pack, I'm going to say. It's the Sensitive Skin uh, Care Skin Balancing Essentials. Okay, this is the essentials that you need to have. So what's included in this, right? So we have the Balancing Skin Care uh, Cleansing Gel. We have Skin Balancing Moisturiser. And very important, we spoke about this a lot the other day, the Daily Skin Defence SPF 45. Very important as part of the skincare regime. Would you like one? They're really nice. There's lovely, uh, they're kind of like bluey grey bottles as well. And uh, they're specifically for sensitive skin. But um, well, all you have to do is tell me why you deserve to have this, right? So is your skin problematic? Are you suffering a lot from dry skin? Or do you just sort of fancy a bit of self-care, a bit of pampering for yourself? And by the way, men can use these as well. This is not just for women only or anything like that, right? So it's men or women. So if you deserve a little bit of pampering or you feel, do you know what? My skin is just acting up in the cold weather. It's very sensitive, very dry. I've got problematic skin. Any of that. Send that in to me on WhatsApp or text 086 1800 658. I'm going to give you one of these gorgeous box sets with all the essentials that you're going to need. Uh, by the way, if you want to check out more details, gardenerfamilyapothecary.com. So tell me why you deserve one. 86 658 Hi, this is Elton John. Hi, this is Britney Spears. The Best Mix on LMFM. 
Elton John, Britney Spears, hold me closer. Some messages coming in. This is exactly the kind of thing I'm looking for. 086 658 because I want to spoil you today. I want to spoil you with this Elave skincare. Uh, this is coming in. Uh, hi, Sinead. Uh, this is from Jill. Hi, Sinead. I've had a breakout. My makeup has not gone on well at all. Oh, listen, mine is exactly the same. We had this chat with Joanna during the week. We don't know what is going on, if it's a hormone thing or a change of product. Uh, but Jill is feeling crap altogether. She says, need a change. Love this set. Really perked me up. Love the show. Thank you so much for listening in every day. This is the kind of thing I'm looking for. I just want to, you know, I want to treat you today. So why do you deserve this nice pampering? And as I say, it could be for men as well. So get them in 86 658 there's Laura Isabor shine I want to let you shine with my lovely Elave skincare that I'm after getting gifted from the apothecary the, the Gardner family apothecary in Dundalk on the Coes Road Siobhan Gray in Castletown has messaged in oh do you know what it is I feel this I really do she said I'd love one of those boxes I'm a mammy of two little angels in inverted commas working nights skin looking haggard and needs a total indulgent treatment and other than getting a facial from opening the dishwasher <laughs> I would just love 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 this yes it is you get the blast don't you of, of heat from the dishwasher <laughs> <laughs> Siobhan Gray Castletown love it keep those coming in uh, you're going into the draw anyway because Siobhan 86 658 now my first guest is uh, one of the most in demand acts as a comedian obviously and MC in the biggest comedy clubs across Ireland and the UK he's extremely funny uh, he, he's got a great podcast called Cork in the North and that is really recommended listening for anyone that's missing home. Uh, he's tried quite a few careers before breaking it into comedy. We'll chat to him about that as well. He's bringing his new show. Yes, I just said that. It's coming to the Spirit Store in Dundalk uh, on November 18th. I'm going to chat to Andrew Ryan after these. 11 to 1. My first guest is one of the most in-demand acts at the biggest comedy clubs across Ireland and the UK. He's also host of a brilliant podcast. It's called Cork in the North, recommended for anybody missing home. However, he tried quite a few careers before making the move into comedy, everything from working in a bank to being a private investigator. Since his debut show, Rhinopoly was first performed in 2012 at the Edinburgh Festival. Andrew has been a regular fixture, not only on stage, but on our TV screens on Russell Howard's good new show, The Blame Game on BBC as well and he's picked up some awards along the way he's back touring Ireland and the UK he's bringing his new show Yes I Just Said That to Dundalk Spirit Store on November 18th and he's also appearing at the Galway Comedy Festival next week I'm delighted to have comedian Andrew Ryan on the line how are you getting on? Oh, I'm very good thanks for having me on Yeah, Great to have you and uh, you might guess where I'm going to start here because when somebody in media sees private investigator down as a former job I'm just compelled to ask about this like I'm, I'm already imagining you in sunglasses and a moustache lurking behind bushes Oh do you know what you're not actually that far off to be honest <laughs> Um, I actually, when I was when I was a lot younger, when I was living in Cork, obviously I I got this job quite naively, thinking it would be a bit of crack like Hawaii Five O or Cracker or something like that. But actually, what it was, it was just making sure that people who were putting in insurance claims, claiming they had a bad back, that they weren't going and playing five aside football. <laughs> Oh, right. Okay. So I was actually trying to help you guys, help everyone reduce their car insurance premium. That's all it was. And so what, like, I mean, how could you be lured away from such a fantastically exciting career? It's not exciting. I was, <laughs> frankly, quite boring, dull. And also it was a time before uh, social media and smartphones. So imagine you could be sitting somewhere for nine hours and you would have the radio and a book you wouldn't be able to scroll through okay. an Instagram or watch YouTube or anything. So I did it. It was a mad experience. I wasn't particularly very good because the word private didn't kind of suit me because I kept on getting caught. <laughs> That's the performer aspect of yourself, uh, uh, Andrew. Absolutely coming out. So were you always, though, the, the funny kid growing up or where did the love of comedy and performance and that kind of thing come, come about? Well, it's, the strange thing is that I'm the youngest in the family of four children and my mother, who's actually uh, from Dundalk. I'm on the town. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm away, so <laughs> I saw that. I, I'm in Dundalk every two or three weeks, and um, my mum is from, uh, she grew up in Bachelor's Walk, just off Clambrassel Street. And I was the youngest in the family, and I think, I'd say by the time I was born, I think the parents were probably, oh God, we're four now, and I think they knew 
that maybe they were so busy working I was always probably looking for a bit of attention and yeah. I used to always whenever there was people arguing over the TV remote or what was on for dinner I would always try and have a bit of crack with them and uh, I think that's just where it kind of came from really and when I got to like 18, 19 years of age and I left school did my leaving cert I genuinely just wanted to be a comedian but you, you know no one turns around to you and says oh here by the way this is how you become a comedian yeah. Yeah. no platform for it so I actually went over to England and I was working over in England in a bank and comedy is very naughty is, is, is a kind of a very popular thing in England people go to comedy clubs everywhere and I would just socialise in comedy clubs and then I was I realised very quickly that comedians always stand at the back of the room oh. they are very so I would always go sometimes I would go on my own and I would just stand at the back of the room and next thing you know you're talking to comedians and you know, a month or two later, I'm on stage doing a five-minute spot and I get booed off after two minutes. Yes, because I, I, I did read about this, that it didn't go to plan at all. Like, I mean, your very first show, it's only a few minutes long, but I'd imagine those minutes felt just excruciating. It just didn't go well from the, the get-go, did it not? It was one of the worst experiences of my life, but yes, one of the best experiences because I thought, well, at least I actually walked onto the stage. That was yeah. progress. And then I thought, if I can do two minutes, if I did it again, I could do two and a half minutes. Then I'm doing better. And the next time I did it, I did three and a half minutes. And I thought, I'm making progress here. And, and so like, you know, now, it's, it's such a brave thing, I think, to just get back out there. I mean, the confidence must have taken a, a big hit and it obviously didn't turn you off. But like, do you know, like from the first kind of the moment you open your mouth and, and say that first line, say, do you know, oh, this is not going well? And is it possible to rescue it? It can be. I think now with the experience, I can rescue it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, what, what I tend to do is I, you know, I. I, I have no problem now at the moment with it. I mean, I was I was doing the show last night and I was trying out one or two new jokes and I'd say two of the four of the new jokes actually worked. But the ones that didn't work, I I totally the audience didn't really know that I that I that I was kind of worried about it because you you learn stage time, you craft, you're on stage, composure, timing, confidence. You know, I'm sure you have it with your radio. You know, if you look back at some of your shows years ago, you see how different you are now than you oh were God. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Let's so not even go there. It's all about timing. And, <laughs> yeah. and the thing is with comedy, the thing with comedy is, is that you cannot you cannot buy stage time. Mm. You have to do it. And there's a lot of people out there who, you know, a lot of the most successful comedians in the world, for example, say someone like Bill Burr, yeah. he was 22 years before he even got anywhere. Wow. Okay, so, so this you need to be kind of putting your shoulder to the wheel, so to speak. You can't be expecting to be sort of an overnight success with this. There's, there's no such thing as an overnight success in comedy. You see yeah. somebody that, you know, makes their first cap for, you know, County Loud, GEA, senior football team. They've spent 10, 12 years playing in junior, minor, minor B, minor A. They've been turning up four nights a week training and the next thing all of a sudden they turn up on the, on the senior team. Well, actually, they, they didn't just do that overnight. They've been in the system for 10, 12 years. Yes. So it's the same kind of thing. And, and you know, it's obviously paying off for you now, like you're reaping the rewards of it. But uh, as well as the, the comedy side to you, you have a really great podcast called Cork in the North, which I think is the perfect uh, solution for people who are homesick uh, for Ireland, but well, particularly yeah, Cork live, as well. I, I live in East Belfast. I live in Belfast of all places. I love it up here. It's really good. I live in East Belfast because... Uh, it's a, uh, you know I'm a massive fan of tension in the community. But I love it. I love it up here and a lack of functioning government. So I do like. I thought, where could I go where there's no government? And I thought I'll go Belfast. <laughs> I, I I do like it up here. I live in I live uh, in the east side, which is quite interesting. And I have a podcast called Cork of the North because I often notice that people have a perception of the North. I know a lot of people from and Dundalk and Loud and stuff you nip over to Newry and you do yeah. a few bits and, and all that which is grand I think I think the Northern Irish people uh, you know think that the Southerners or people from the South or the Republic have an idea or a view of them when actually I live up here and it's great crack people are, people are incredibly friendly and it's an interesting place to live and also there's a lot of Southern Irish people like from Dublin from Loud from Mayo from Cork from Kerry that actually live in the North there's actually 50,000 of us Wow so okay. I, Yeah I'm actually um, hoping to pitch a kind of a, a documentary about the Southern Irish that live in the North because in the North it's always about you know green and orange and all that yeah. kind of stuff well actually there's a lot of people from the South that live up there who have a voice as well 
Yes, that would be a great. So I think so. I think you could definitely make a documentary about that and people would definitely be interested in it. Uh, now, you know, I can't get away from that gorgeous Cork accent. My mum is from Cork. I do love the accent, but I have to say, I love slagging it off as well. And I'm not going to slag off your accent, okay? But uh, I am going to talk a little bit about uh, the fact that I think, I don't know if it's just my mum now because she's from Blarney. Maybe it's a Blarney thing, but um, she makes up words for things. Does this happen? Is that inherently a Cork thing or is that just... Blarney, do you reckon? Do you know what? My mom, my mom would ask me questions and then answer them in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. If it, I think don't know if it is a coffee, but my mom, you know, would say stuff like, "Come here, do you know your brother Ian?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there, like, there, there is a bit yeah, of that. Like, he's my yeah. brother. He's my brother. Of course I know him. <laughs> well, I don't, I'm going to throw a phrase at you and see, you know, if you maybe can guess what this might be, right? So I'll give you some of the stuff that she kind of says. So the first one is, you're looking very streelish now. Say that again, you're very streelish. Streelish. Never heard of that. Okay, that must be just my mom or a blarney thing. So it's kind of like dishevelled. I think that's... Dishevelled. Yeah. All right, in Cork, my, my mum would say, you look awful. All right, she just gets straight to the point. <laughs> and then, of course, your gum is one. Does she call you yeah. a gum? Um. <laughs> I don't know. I think I've insulted Andrew Wright. He's just hung up. He's hung up on me in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness me I'm going to see if I can track him down again oh we were just getting into it there we were just getting into it <laughs> can't believe that just happened okay finest moment ever to happen <laughs> right at a punchline on this programme let's see if we can get him back 11 to 1 and Okay, we are back with comedian Andrew Ryan. He's on the line. Andrew, you better clear this up now. I called you a gum and you, you hung up. What happened there now? Um, well, I didn't hang up. Something, I think, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely do not understand what has happened here with this phone, but I did not hang up because you called me a gum, okay? I can call a lot worse than I stood on phone. <laughs> well, that's good, that's good. Okay, talk to me about this show. It's called Yes, I Just Said That. So something tells me that there's a lot that might shock us, is there? There kind of isn't, there isn't. Basically, it's a show I kind of came up with just kind of towards the end of the, I don't know if you remember, something happened in 2020. It was called a pandemic. I'm not sure. Oh, if I think I missed it. Yeah, yeah, it didn't come here. I don't know if you no. it. it affected a few people anyway, but uh, I basically realised very quickly that, you know, I spend most of my time with very little patience and okay. I, I'm getting so frustrated with, with things. I think the biggest mistake I make in my life every day is waking up. <laughs> and... Every time I every time I wake up, things just get progressively worse and worse and worse for me. So I'm 40 years of age. I live alone. I you know I can't hold down a relationship. I've been in failed relationship after failed relationship. I'm beginning to think it's them. Oh yeah, of course, sure, of course. And, uh, it's never me. And I know. I just think so. I, I you know I, I'm just getting I just, I'm just an angry man sometimes, and I just think with this with this show, I was just let, deciding to let out all my frustrations on probably all the simplest of things that happen on a daily basis. Like well, I when did, I go to the pharmacy. I did see one on your Instagram there just before we came on. And I have to say, I think my husband would wholeheartedly agree with you on this. It's to do with menswear, isn't it? The menswear in shops. Oh, listen, don't even get me started on this. Because <laughs> I was in Dunn stores recently and I had to walk past. They put the men's stuff so far away. The men's stuff was in a different county. Yeah. Yeah. I had to walk past the women's clothes, the women's underwear, the kids' stuff. Then I had to go through the homeware department. I had to, they basically put egg cups closer to the door than they do men's clothes. <laughs> egg cups, lamps, cushions are more valuable to sell in Duns. And then when you get to the men's section, there's nothing there. Yeah. And I, I, I've walked from one county to another county <laughs> and I've gone in here and, it's, and people say, oh, they do it because men don't like shopping. No, yeah, this don't. is the reason we don't like shopping. But you see, maybe the women sort of shop for men all the time. Is that what it is too? Do you know? So we need well, to be brought I, I, in there straight away. I have no woman shopping for me. <laughs> this is part so, of the problem, Andrew. This, this is, part, is of part of the problem. They are not accommodating <laughs> the single lonely men that do not want... I want to walk into a shop where there's women's clothes on the left, give me a snippet of the men's clothes on the right, 
entice me in and then say, right, now you've got to go to the 11th floor over in County Longford. <laughs> oh, fantastic. They're listening. The stores are listening. They will take this on board. So, Andrew, you're coming to Dundalk. Now, you mentioned your mum is from Dundalk, so you're well, you know, you're going to be well-versed with the, with the Dundalk audience. But you're also going to be in Galway next week. Galway Comedy Festival is back next week and uh, very, very excited to be there. I'm there for two nights on Friday the 28th and 29th, but it's actually on for a whole week and there's loads of shows on from comedians that are travelling from all over the UK and Ireland and it's a really, really great festival to get involved in. And Galway is a, is a cracking city. Oh, so this great. Is a, this is the first time I've ever be doing my own show in the Spirit Store and it's quite bittersweet as well. It is quite bittersweet because my mum actually passed away a couple of years ago from cancer. Oh, I'm so and sorry to hear yeah, that. So, yeah, because I live in Belfast, I'm always down in Dundalk with my, my family and I see them every kind of couple of weeks. And I've never done my own show ever in Dundalk. And I've got a lot of jokes and stories about my mum and in the show. And I've a lot of my cousins and aunties that are popping along. And I've never, I decided if I wanted to go anywhere, I'd like to go to Dundalk uh, because that's where my mum was from. So I'd, if there's people in Drada, Dundalk, and you're looking for a laugh on Friday the 18th in Dundalk, the Spirit Store, I'll be there. I will... I will, I will tell the audience that I will do my absolute best for you. I will be ten times angry <laughs> with all the frustrations. So yeah. I, if, you, if, you're, if you're around, pop into the spirit store. It's an anger fest. Well, Andrew, thank you so, so much. It's been a real pleasure chatting to you. Continued success with this tour and more. And thank you so, so much for joining me. And thanks, thanks for having me on. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks a million. Andrew Ryan there. He's live in the Spirit Store in Dark November 18th uh, with his show. Yes, I just said that. You can get the tickets directly actually from spiritstore.ie. We are going to take a break for news and after that we are talking nutrition and the importance of nutrition in the menopause. That's coming your way after 12. 11 to 1 with Gil. There's Harry Styles, Adore You, kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. We're a little bit late with this, but we'll make an exception just for today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 7 On this day, 1955, the publication of The Return of the King, the third and final volume in the huge tome that was The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. And today is International Chef Day. We were talking about restaurants earlier on this week and we love it. We love going to restaurants, uh, not only to taste the best cuisine from the chefs that work behind the scenes so International Chef Day is a day for them probably one of the best opportunities people can get to learn how to cook and connect with chefs in their local area so International Chef Day today LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows creating the perfect home is a journey let us guide you visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms discover more at senatorwindows.ie if you're just joining us, I do have a great competition up for grabs today. We have a gorgeous skincare set and you're sending in your messages. I'll give you all the details of that after the buzz. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. Season two of Gangs of London is returning to our screens today on Sky Atlantic. Since the Wallace Demani empire collapsed, order is lacking and the chaos of a gold rush threatens the city with gangland anarchy. We caught up with Corin Hardy, lead director on the series, and he said that the cast is very well behaved, although sometimes there are some necessary arguments. On the whole, everyone super well behaved. Mm. Um, Filmmaking is incredibly uh, builds up a lot of pressures, so you do have. It's good to have arguments. You need to have mm. quick decisions, like sometimes a little argument. Judy Dench has called for a disclaimer to be added to each episode of The Crown. The veteran actress reckons the hit Netflix drama about the royal family has begun to verge on crude sensationalism. Writing a letter to the Times newspaper, Judy worries a significant number of viewers would take the events of the fictionalised drama as historical truth. Pierce Brosnan plays Dr. Fate in Black Adam. The superhero flick starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson is out in cinemas tomorrow. We caught up with Pierce in London and he tells us about growing up in his hometown of Navin. I am a superhero from Navin. Can you believe that? <laughs> Truly from home. Navin is deep in my heart, on the banks of the Boyne there, yeah. across from the town. My grandfather, God bless him, built a lovely little bungalow and that was my home. I don't know if it's still there. I'm going to go back there. I'm doing another film here in a few months. 
all go back home. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Ah, you heard it here first. He's going to come back to Navin and he had a lovely connection there with our interviewer Crossy who is also from Navin as well. Now, if you would like some five-star treatment today, I have just the competition for you. Yes, the lovely Joanna Gardner, CEO of Gardner Family Apothecary. They're based in the Coes Road and Dock. She sent me some gorgeous skincare products from their Elave skincare range. Okay, so I have a couple of box sets to give away. Uh, so there's a skin balancing cleansing gel in there, a skin balancing moisturiser and a daily skin defence SPF 45. That's all included. Okay, I think it's worth about like 50 quid, something like that. Uh, so all you have to do is tell me why you deserve to have this. It could be that your skin is problematic or acting up or maybe you just want a bit of you know, self-care. Bit of pampering. Uh, this is coming in. I deserve one as I expose my skin to the rigours of the temperatures due to my lifestyle, gardening, farming, hiking and cycling. I have mature skin that needs TLC, says one message. I'd love to win one of these prizes for my daughter as she is day, uh, as she is, um, Oh, dry skin. Dry skin from an early age. Uh, that's coming in as well. Yeah, you can get it for somebody else if you want to. Hi, Sinead. I'm a swim instructor. So I'm in the water up to 12 hours a week. I bought lovely products for my skin, but I left it behind after my lessons one day and it was gone. My skin really needs this. I'm not on the young side anymore, so this would really help, says Olive in Drogheda. Uh, somebody getting over COVID. Oh, it's a horrible dose and uh, could do it. Pick me up. That's also in there from Joan as well. Uh, somebody else I've dry sensitive skin and itchy since I finished radiation and chemo treatment that's coming in from Julie Julie I hope you are doing okay and you're on the mend thank you so much for sending a message in keep them coming in why do you deserve these products by the way you can find out more details gardnerfamilyapothecary.com there's Brian Adams summer of 69 and LMFM's 11 to 1 now this week is menopause awareness week and I did promise at the start of the week that we would focus in on this and this is the first ever menopause awareness week which is great that it is you know it's in focus and people are talking about it a lot more and you know we've had a lot of discussion so far on this programme over the last year or so on menopause and actually there's a couple of messages coming in for the skincare products with women experiencing symptoms it can it can really play havoc with the skin and we did touch on that a little bit with Joanna as well and uh, what we're going to focus on right now though is nutrition because when you're going through perimenopause and menopause obviously hormones are all over the place look the last thing you're kind of thinking about really is eating right you know because you're like reaching for things aren't you that you just want to kind of a nice pick me up things to make you feel good well we're going to focus in on this on nutrition okay because um Really, it's a lot of it uh, starts with, you know, keeping ourselves right, you know, treating our bodies with the respect that it deserves. So we're going to be chatting to an expert in this area, Sarah Brereton. She's a nutritionist. We're going to chat to her after these. 11 to 1. This week, the spotlight is on menopause. We are celebrating the first Menopause Awareness Week, an initiative women and health professionals have been campaigning for for a very long time. And this area emerged uh, because women feel a sense of loneliness and isolation. And for many, uh, they felt uh, that the topic was secretive and closed off with a lack of communication and a taboo around it as well. But thankfully, we are opening up and discussing this important time in a woman's life a lot more openly now. My next guest has over 15 years experience working as a nutritional therapist. She's an expert in the field of the importance of a good diet for women going through perimenopause and menopause. I'm delighted to be chatting to Sarah Breerton. She's uh, on the line with me now. How are you getting on, Sarah? Hi, Sinead. How are you? Thanks uh, for having me on. Great to have you on. And uh, you've been supporting, you know, women's nutritional needs. Uh, well, everyone's nutritional needs, but women particularly uh, through this challenging stage of life for some time. So no date, you're, you're welcoming the first Menopause Awareness Week this week. It's great. It's great to have the conversation out there. You know, I do feel for our moms and aunties and grandmoms who would have, you know, suffered in silence for a long time. So we know this is a natural stage that's going to happen or, you know, women are going through it at the minute. And we just need to to kind of guide ourselves, give ourselves as much information as possible because it's very unique for each person and to support our body with small changes because, Let's let's not mistake it, it can feel overwhelming for some people. So it's just 
to, to get as much information as you can out there and it's great that it's it's definitely a much more open conversation. Yeah, as you say, you know, like thinking to, to women in times past and the fact that they de- went through it, suffered completely in silence. Uh, but, you know, we are opening up now, which is which is great. So, you know, as you mentioned there, there's a lot of things that can seem out of our control when it comes to menopause. Essentially, our bodies have a mind of their own, really, is what's going on. Uh, <laughs> but there are things that we can do and taking care of ourselves and our nutrition is something that can have a big impact impact, can't it? Yeah, I think we underestimate it. Um, we are what we eat and absorb after all. And down to our tiny little hormones that are in there at each stage along the way, working around our body, you know, it, making sure we have some key nutrients. Like these hormones are made from our essential good fats, from proteins. And it's just, I suppose, to me, kind of eating smart this might be a really good time to just have a little bit of an overhaul. We know oestrogen and progesterone and these hormones are declining and they have huge effects along our lifetime in our body for our bone health, our heart health, um, our gut health, our skin. And these are things women at this age, you know, perimenopause starting in mid-40s onwards and maybe menopause is when maybe some people might not understand fully, when, when we haven't had our period in a full year, that's usually around 50, 51. So it's in our 40s, in that time beforehand, that perimenopause time, that we can, you know, really be aware to, to clean up the diet a little bit. Things like empty calories, that, that's definitely one. We, we're all a little bit guilty. So the sweet treats, the mm. baked goods, they don't give any nutrients. We might feel good having them, but maybe afterwards we feel sluggish, our energy's low. And stress as well, I know it's easier said than done. I, I would be a worrier and a bit of a stressed person myself. So really having to look at that and make smarter food choices, you know, around how, how we feel for the kind of how you eat today will affect into tomorrow also. So we, we, we can make some small ch- changes that we can stick to rather yes. than thinking, I can't do any of this. It's overwhelming. So little small changes we know are easier to maintain, definitely. So so what kind of changes can we make? Let's say your, your, your top five foods that we should be including regularly in our diets, you know, once we kind of hit that 40s or even coming up to yes. the 40s. Yes. And I'm conscious people like myself are feeding a family. So yes. these are not obscure things that you have to go searching out that, 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 you know, it's very difficult to incorporate. So, for example, linseeds or chia. We say linseeds are, are really readily available. They're those tiny, some people call them linseeds or flaxseeds. Yes. You can buy them now, good quality in your supermarket, your health food store, kind of the health section of the supermarket. In a bag, you can get them all ground down or you can grind them down yourself, full of fibre, full of phytoestrogens. So they're those plant oestrogens mm-hmm. and they're really helpful for our body at this stage. But again, for fibre, they keep the bowel healthy, they're full of vitamin E, they'll have protein. So two good dessert spoons, you can work your way up to that in yogurt, in your bolognese, in, on your porridge. I like them in my porridge. Um, if you're having some natural yogurt and some fruit, just sprinkle it on. Really easy to incorporate. And, um, you know, the kiddies mightn't even notice they're having them. And they're just adding a little extra texture and loads of different nutrients in there. So you can kind of tick that box with loads of that. Oily fish would be the next one. So try, I know sometimes we're an island country, but lots of people <laughs> lots might of people not don't like, like fish. types of fish. So, so are you talking you know, like your, your cod, your salmon, that kind of stuff? Yeah, mackerel, your herring, your salmon. If we can get that in or, you know, obviously, um, you know, you can go with nuts and seeds, you know, to incorporate there if you're not such a fan of those. But omega-3 is hugely important all along our, our lives. But definitely at this stage, um, these oils, we can't make them. So we have to take them in and they're, you know, like full of oil. So it's oiling our body from the inside out. Okay. Then I would say fruit. Fruit, um, you know, some people are really good for fruit. You know, we we need to be getting, I suppose people recommend up to five, you know, fruits and veg. Five, it's up to ten, which can seem overwhelming for people. But my key is just try something different. You know, we might always have grapes at home or a banana, which they're, they're perfectly fine. But 
try and have more berries, try and have an apple or a pear and leave the skin on. Again, they've got that really good soluble fibre and that is helpful for the gut. Um, Our good bacteria in our our gut can feed off these and they, they help to regulate the hormones and keep our system working and it's just giving a, a vast array of different nutrients the more variety we get. Plus, you know, you mentioned porridge there. I mean, this is the, yeah. the kind of the year for porridge. And Absolutely. like if you grate apple and cinnamon, a little bit of cinnamon and apple oh, into lovely. your porridge. Absolutely. Amazing. That's it's perfect. amazing. And you're getting it in. And it's just, it's kind of, it's spicing up that uh, porridge, which can be a little bit boring, you know. And if you throw yeah. in your berries and your flaxseed as well, another day, like it's just kind of, as you say, mixing yeah. it up and then get it in there in the morning. and <laughs> You don't yeah. have to be thinking about Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big mistake people do is not having breakfast. So really try and break the fast. Literally have something. Um, Your piece of fruit with porridge would be brilliant because it's that slow release and your cinnamon that's an excellent tip that, that helps to kind of sh- curb that sugar cravings as well. Oh, okay. So that's a nice little one. Then would be the green vegetables. So they're really important, Sinead. I know we're probably sick to death hearing about eating our greens, but those bitter tasting, so your broccoli, your kale, your spinach, all of those, find something you like, pop them into smoothies, pop just lightly steam them, have some of them raw. They have really good nutrients in there to really help our liver to, to kind of keep working and detox um, full of nutrients. And um, So that would be a, a really important one. And then things like your beans, your lentils. So yes. not necessarily just your your beans, baked beans, but like chickpeas, your um Red lentils, I add them into soup, your um, mung beans, your butter beans. And I find we're all on a budget at the moment. They'll stretch a meal. So add them in when you're doing up kind of your your mince or your dal or your curry. Into a chilli or something, yeah. Exactly. They will really stretch it and you're getting more nutrients in there. They're very filling, loads of protein and your phytonutrients and, and your B vitamins, which which we know are really important as well. So all of them things we've mentioned are, are you know, we might have heard, we, we know lots of them, the, the chia or the linseeds might be a little bit newer, but just, you know, they have many nutrients and that's the key that we're not searching out um, difficult to find, you know, ingredients yes. there so we can incorporate them in. Yeah, and as you say, this time of our life, you know, our, our hormones are changing, things are changing in our body. We need to make sure that all these are going in to keep things working. Because yeah. particularly we mentioned, you mentioned liver there and also, you know, we were talking about fibre for the bell. So the liver and the bell, uh, they have big roles to play in hormone health. Why is that? And and as you mentioned there, these foods can support this. Yeah, well, our liver is like, if we think of it like our little recycling plant, so that's quite often where kind of the old used hormones come to be broken down and get out of the body. And look, our liver is very busy. It has a lot of jobs to do. So we just need to keep it running properly at that time, at this time. Um, and we're looking after our future proofing our body for later down the line. So, you know, we don't want to be just looking at symptoms we have now, but protecting our overall heart health and our gut health. So liver is extremely important. You know, things like getting enough water. I find it difficult to get two oh, liters. Listen, so, oh, you do know, know it's such it's such a relief to hear you say that, Sarah, yeah, because I'm sitting here with the water oh, beside me and it's barely drank. I'm I'm ridiculous. Yeah, you get distracted and maybe if I feel cold, so I find if I boil the kettle, let it let it cool down a little bit, put a bit of lemon or something there, and drink it while it's still warmer. Okay, that's easier to do. I, I don't like going into the shop and all the bottles of water in the fridge; they're so cold. Or a, another herbal tea like rubush tea, or a fennel tea, or mm. you know a dandelion. Pick something that 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 you kind of like that's not just loads of fruit and yes. um, sweet kind of tea. That that it's got a herb that's kind of helping your body. Chamomile tea, and that adds to your water. Whereas if you have your teas and coffee, they kind of take away from your water because they're a diuretic. They're making you go to the toilet. So just try and break it down into smaller glasses throughout the day and have it, you know, a half an hour after your breakfast or half an hour before your lunch. Don't drink with your meal because that can lead to a lot of bloating and kind of wind and, and many women get those symptoms around hormone. Oh, that's very interesting because that that's yeah. you know automatically people would be drinking uh, you yeah. know water that kind of thing with their evening meal, particularly that sort of thing. So a little bit beforehand well, have, is a better yeah, idea. Have a little, okay, have a little at your meal. You don't yeah. want to be you know trying to 
um, you know, break down your food and, and be coughing or anything. But if you're having your, your glass of water kind of while you're preparing your meal or after it, because what happens, it just dilutes all your enzymes further. We, we're eating too quick. We're gulping in our water or fluid and it just there's gas and wind and, and that just maybe adds to the problem. Okay. And then our bowel, it's just like we were saying earlier with the, the Irish people, would you believe, Sinead, we're meant to get about 30 grams of fibre per day to keep everything working properly. Um, and Irish people get about five grams. Wow. So, okay. yeah, your two slices of brown bread, butter with, with your proper butter, that's probably about five grams. A small banana and a, a, a um, what would I say, um, some crackers, that would be another five grams. Your bowl of your porridge is about six to eight grams. You know, so you, we can it, we can definitely, with, with little more changes, get that number up. But a lot of people are having white breads and white rice. Yeah, of course. And, you know, they're stripped from all the fibre. So that will keep us working regular. And when we're working regular all the old hormones and our waste products from our food can, can leave the body and, and we just, you so know. So important, as you try. say, in, 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 in menopause. And one of the things I've seen an awful lot of this is uh, for people, for women going through uh, the menopause, a lot of people increase supplements. Is that something you recommend? Yeah, well, like it is hard. It's always food first. Yeah. From nutritional therapy, it's food first. And we have to, you know, people will have different foods that would, I can't take that. I don't like that. I, I, I tried it. I can't have it. So make those small changes because we're, we're eating all the time. You know, we have to be getting, fueling our body with the right ingredients. But like you say, it can be difficult. And the omega-3 in particular can be really difficult to get enough. And people can find, you know, sometimes they take oils and it might be the wrong one for their body and it's repeating. So I, I do um, recommend often the Clean Marine Menamin. Um, yes. And I like, to be honest, when we developed it, it's a synergistic blend of those key kind of nutrients and elements that we really need. It's taken the fuss out of, you know, I've often had people in front of me coming in and I'd say, bring your supplements and they've so many different right. supplements. And okay. Remembering when to take what and I have a high level of this, can I take it with this? So that's why I like that everything's kind of there together and the omega-3 is in um, a really absorbable form so it doesn't repeat on you all day as well. Okay, so that's uh, cleanmarine.ie if people want to find out more on the website, but people can pick these up from their pharmacist. Yeah, your pharmacy or your local health food shop as well will have them and we get loads of feedback from customers. You know, um, the phytoestrogens in there from soy um, really beneficial at this time and then you've got some of the really important B vitamins that you know, if we're not eating or if we're overcooking our greens, which oh, we probably yeah. had as children, and the B vitamins are lost. So it can be really important to try and get the B, you know, vitamin B1, B2, B6, really important for our normal energy yielding metabolism. Things like your B- vitamin B2 and biotin maintain mucose membranes. And those membranes line the vagina and other parts of the body that we can be aware we haven't got um, enough kind of lubrication there. Vitamin D is a huge one for the immune system. And coming into the winter, that's a very important um, nutrient that we're we're all very aware of from the last few years. So for normal bone health, for our immune system as well, the vitamin D is hugely important. Fantastic, Sarah. There's a wealth of information there. Thank you so, so much for going through all of that with us. No problem. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks Thank a million. A great advice and information there. If you missed any of it, by the way, I'll post it up on lmfm.ie in the podcast section. And if you want more information, uh, you can check out cleanmarine.ie. 11 to 1. With it's time to talk TV recommendations and this week The Watcher an investigator and the next big thing for you. So moving to Netflix first of all and this is a new series that has landed on Netflix. It's called The Watcher and it uh, basically the, the little blurb for it here is it says a family moves into their dream home only to be plagued by ominous letters strange neighbours and sinister threats. The house in question is at 657 Boulevard. Uh, definitely has curb appeal. I love uh, the look at these big American houses it's amazing uh, so when Dean and Nora Brannock set their eyes on the place they immediately agree it's their suburban dream home they have to have it but unfortunately they're not the only ones who want it so um 
We also have uh, uh, the, the stars of this, by the way, is uh, Naomi Watts and all, all the, the, her, the guy playing her husband is Bobby Cannavale. Uh, he plays Dean. They purchased this uh, in this kind of idyllic suburb of um, Westfield, New Jersey. So it seems like a lovely picturesque neighbourhood with perfectly manicured lawns, but it holds sinister secrets. Or is it all a hoax? Here's a little taster of the trailer for you. We're at 657 Boulevard. Allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. Do you know the history of the house? I've been put in charge of watching you. This message will not be the last. I am the watcher. I am the watcher. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Looks really, really good. If you're looking for kind of a Halloween-y themed one that you want to get sucked into, uh, this is the one for you. It's uh, the watcher. Now tonight, uh, this is on Channel 4 at 8pm. Aldi's next big thing. So this is a TV concept that would make Kevin the Carrot proud. (laughs) Anita Rani and Chris Bavin, they go behind the scenes at Aldi. And essentially, the guys at Aldi are on the hunt for new food and drink products. And um, they are looking for basically uh, people who are you know, going to give them, I suppose, their dinner time theme. This this is for tonight. So two hopefuls will present their wares, essentially. Now, one is a pie perfectionist. That's grand. The, the other presents insects. I kid you not. It's on tonight. Channel 4, 8pm, if you want something different. Now, I love this lady. I did talk about her before on... Um, Another of my TV recommendations, but it's continuing on Monday at 9pm. It is Lucy Kennedy. Lucy Investigates. It's on Virgin Media 1 at 9pm. And this week, it was absolutely brilliant last week. She did the cosmetic surgery. Fantastic. And in truly Lucy style, they were prodding and poking at her face, the surgeons. And she was like telling her all the work that she needed to get done. And she was like, I thought it was a bit of a ride, actually. (laughs) Love her. Anyway, she's exploring the role traveller women play in their community, learning about female empowerment, breaking the mould and the challenges they face in mainstream society. It's on Monday, 9pm at Virgin Media One. And they are my TV recommendations. Now, before I finish up, just want to let you know, thank you so much for all the messages, by the way for our lovely e-lave skincare range but our box sets are going to Siobhan Gray in Castletown and Olive in Drogheda congratulations to you I do have another box set up for grabs by the way it's going to be on our Instagram keep tabs on that later on we'll get that for you that is our lot of the show for today thank you so much for your company chat to you tomorrow LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 87 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.